Chelsea Tips, midweek preview time. The Beaver is here or thereabouts. Daggy's with you as well as we get stuck into a couple of average midweek cards. What's happening, buddy? Oh, mate, more normal stuff. Uh, working away here, mates. And, um, yeah, sort of gets a bit into the different time of the season. So off a bit of a high with spring carnival and now uh, a little bit of a lull, but uh, still winners out there for the boys to find. Yeah, and uh, well, we're getting a good period of time where through summer you can get some of these horses, especially ones resuming, could put two or three together and tracks tend to be dry. So we get to play, I guess, a bit more of a straight bat and hopefully knock a few over as we head towards Christmas. That's the plan, mate. Um, put some money in the, the bank for people um, to buy their Christmas presents. That's the plan. And as you know, I'm a straight bat specialist. So uh, well, what can go wrong? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If only. Shall we get started? We'll kick off at Sandown. Let's get into it. Uh, where, oh, very quickly, Jenny, about the weekend. Newcastle's all right. Caulfield, yeah, I've seen plenty of arguments whether it's biased or not, but it, I thought it wasn't particularly easy to run down some of those leaders. Yes, it's, well, you know, by all the reports from jockeys, if you read the, the you know, they said it was pretty much impossible to, to make. A lot of ground so they were pretty um definite that there was a bit of bias there so you probably got to run a little bit with that so it probably did make it hard for some horses i guess it means uh yeah magic times win was um very impressive really um mickey yeah, good right, horse. But um, I, I'd, I'd sort of early crowed on i am me so got me again yes it was probably one of the one of the runs that were um it did come down the middle of the track and did make some nice ground so you know it, it was probably just a better horse than those and they that looked like there wasn't as much bias as what they may have been. Yeah. Uh, and all the more impressive. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know what it all means now because I suppose we're all going for a spell uh, as we head to Cranbourne and um, wherever it is this week, Kembla for Saturday, but we'll uh, worry about that on Friday. We'll kick off at Sandown. We'll be back to the lakeside track today, good and true, and uh, not a you know, not the most exciting card, mainly 64s, but I think there's some winners to be had. We're going to kick off with... Uh, the 1,400-metre maiden, and which one's going to be for the first of these winners? Yeah, I think the, the blue colours um, here, favourites uh, from the Friedman stable, Elba, uh, gets its chance today. Both runs have been pretty good against, I think, not too bad a company. Um, uh, hit the line strongly last start, I thought, and uh, out now to the 1,400, I think this sits up well, gate three, and pretty keen we can get off on the right foot in the first I agree. I think uh, the 1,400 metres looks perfect and don't have much more to add when the main danger comes through the same race and it was, you know, comprehensively the better run, I thought. So, so a nice way to start with the blue. The second is a class one over 1,200 metres and I think this, doesn't this just set up perfectly for who dares? It's run some proper races all through its career and been in a finish with the likes of Airmen, uh, and some top horses, I think just back to a midweek class one, I've had to go with it, and it probably leads. So lots of ticks here. Uh, I went looking for Sisterhood, which is a horse we've, I think, both had an opinion of last prep, but I don't know where the guts are to its form there now, having to step up to this grade. I just thought, who dares bought the class edge? Admittedly, it's still a class one, so it's only won one of those races, but it's run well enough. I think it's a, a play for me here, but what are you thinking? Well, I did tip it last up, but I'm super keen on Sisterhood. I think this is a real progressive horse. Um, 
I it's only had the three starts and and was sent out after after those three starts here. I uh, I just think uh, last start was pretty good. It's been in the market all of those uh, races and uh, Mar Eustace know how to get these horses going. I'm I'm keen to play on Sisterhood. Cool. Uh, the third is a fourteen. Well, this she might be one of the ones that can string a few together over summer if she is as good as we think. She might come and put a few together because uh, she's got some room to move in her grades. So the third is a benchmark 64, and I'll stick with the filly here. Uh, I thought that was a nice win from Electrona at Bendigo last start. Uh, had to absorb some pressure and still ran away and broke her maiden. Uh, gets control here and goes on top from flying at Fizz, who I thought wasn't a bad debut, had everything go right, but looks impressive. Trialed since, so it, uh, I'm going to make them the main two, but Electrona... Again, another one that can continue to go through a grades. What do you think? Yeah, I'm keen on this one too. I'm keen on these first three. Um, I think they can really get us off to a flying start uh, for the day. Um, all of them have good form, going well, and I do like the McAvoy stable when they produce horses like this. Uh, they tend to continue on the form. Yeah, and uh, he does a good job with um, all these youngsters. The fourth is a 2100-meter benchmark 70, one of the worst races I've done the formerly recent memory, but do you know who's going to win it? Yeah, same, same, same. I had the similar view here. I had no idea these races tend to, to get mixed around um, here. Um, so I was, I was really struggling to find a winner. I, I settled on um, the McAvoy Unusual Pearl um, had some good, decent runs um, last campaign, and then sort of seems to be working into it this this campaign. Was behind Tidal Force, which was going really well, and um, hit the line okay at Flemington last start. I thought that wasn't wasn't a bad run there. So I think it might be fully fit now, and might be the knockout chance um, at reasonable odds. I was I thought Speak was building well enough in Australia before it went to Flemington. Uh, but at least it's coming back from a group three, so I've put it on top uh, where it was and it was pulled out of that race. But now it's uh, had that run, dropping right back to what's essentially a, a 64 or a 58. Uh, maybe can put its best foot forward here, but not a great deal of enthusiasm. The fifth is a benchmark 64 over the mile, and uh, I've lost unfair dismissal, which uh, is annoying me. So I'll leave... I don't like this race at all, Beaver. I've lost both my tips. Can you talk about this for a sec while I reassess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the, the second favourite around the $455 mark, Lotta Rock, um, is on top of here. It, it beat the, um, Ocean Raider last start, who won yesterday um, in good fashion, yeah. um, the last race. Uh, I think it's going well enough to probably run a really good race here. That was... Um, a good win yesterday by Ocean Raider and a lot of rock uh, backs up here. Um, this is an overly tough race. And if it can reproduce that, um, you're going to get a good sight for your money. And the fact it goes forward is now the tick because I was looking for the leaders here. Uh, I want to see this favourite do something before I really have any do with it ever again, to be honest. So uh, I'll yeah, follow 100%. you in now. I just thought it came out real short and was do looking for the two leaders. Yeah. Do that, mate. Excellent. The six is a 1,400-metre 64, and who have you found here? Yeah, not a, probably worse than the 
other race that we had earlier. I, I just went for a bit of value here. I thought this is an open race. Some of the ones in the market were probably a little bit short. I've gone for number five out, August Rose, third up here, gets the three kilo claim. Uh, first up was behind Skybird, um, albeit a long way. Um, it's a good horse. And then set on the speed last start and boxed on okay. Um, it does that again here, might, might be good enough to hold on and uh, close to $10 mark. Uh, each way all day. I, I'm going to put Jennifer Wish on top now. No luck last time out. Uh, gets the inside gate. Hopefully Declan Bates can be more positive. Uh, she's going well. She's now third up. And I gave some authority to Chico Sonado. I half got the thought that might be a complete nutbag, but its best is very has looked very good, but then its other runs and trials has looked very bad. So we'll see which one of it turns up today. I think it's a half or a three-quarter to... to um, very elegant. Uh, but for the sake of what I'm tipping here, Jennifer Wish on top. The seventh, I'll see if I can add something worthwhile now, is a benchmark 64, 1300 metres. And I'm going to have an each way play at Frenchman's Bay, who uh, was a nice enough resumption. Didn't get the clearest air off the rails and ran well there. And around the $8.50 mark, I'm going to put it on top. I kept going back to Charming Die. And her best work is on a dry track. She might push further forward. So I might cover both of those around the $8 mark rather than get steam at anything else because I just feel like there's a couple of chinks in a couple of the ones that are shorter. But uh, what do you think? Yeah, I thought the same. Um, this is an open race. Uh, went for a little bit of looking looking for value, which it mainly is in this race. So I've gone for number 11, Love Tonight, mm -hmm. uh, from the Freefin Stable, third up here. Won a nice maiden first up, then went to town um, at the valley and wasn't disgraced. Um, only two lengths behind along the river. Uh, that's better company than this. Um, third up, fully fit. Uh, gate three uh, can run a bold race. The last is a 1,200-metre 70. And who do you like? Yeah, keen that we can get uh, finish on a positive note here. Number seven, Mornington Glory. Uh, Going outstanding this preparation, one world, two starts back, and then uh, ran second behind Ray Maginero last start, which I thought was a pretty good run, uh, to be honest, at Flemington. Um, sat off the pace, kept boxing on um, in that, that benchmark 80, comes back here to the benchmark 70, gets gate two, um, perfect draw. The, the, the other main contenders drawn gate 13, so I think uh, that sets up nicely here and a good way to finish the day. Yeah, I agree. I thought it looked pretty obvious to me. Uh, yeah, coming back yeah, from a, was... the run on, uh, was it Derby Day? On a lot, yeah, Derby Day. Yeah. Uh, no, Champions Day. Behind a horse that's, that's flying right. as well, and I still think yeah. we're getting a decent price. So on top. $4, I was surprised. Agree, agree. Um, I think it's flying, and ran into, just ran into a, a horse that's also flying last time out. Uh, if you're looking for a quaddie, the two other numbers I'll throw in would be Bluestone Lane. Uh, was never a factor first up, being spat at the back of the valley. And Grand Crusader, who resumed pretty well. I think it's just been forgotten by the market. I would have had it uh, shorter, and I think around the 13 bucks. if you're looking for something to get out under price, uh, would be my next best. Have you got a best in value at, where, at Lakeside, where it sounds like you're much keener than me? I'm keen on the in the first few races, that's for sure, and then finish the day. I think the middle part of the program, four to sevens, uh, much harder. Uh, my best bet comes up in race two, number six, six sisterhood. Um, 
I didn't have a, a almost didn't really have a, a value bet, but I thought um, as my value, because I think it is over the odds, is race eight, number seven, Mornington Glory. I think $4 is overs. I think it should be $3. So that's going to be my value bet. Awesome. I look, I think Hudez has to run well, uh, but might run into another one. I'll make my, they'll make my best though in the first race one, number eight, Elba. And my value, race seven, number three, Frenchman's Bay. Uh, I do think you might be able to play a trifecta with Bluestone Lane and Grand Crusade if you're looking for other double-figure chances on the card. Uh, let's head up north to Sydney, where we're off to Warwick Farm on what will be a warm day in Sydney town. Uh, rail's true, good track, so we want to see a making ground uh, before I really steam into any swoopers late. But we kick off with 1,000 metre 68, and I'm going to kick off with... The top weight in the first, La Perrain, who sat outside lead in a Brian Crowley. And is actually pretty good there. Just gassed out late from the run. Uh, back to 1,000 metres. is going to lead uh, and loses the other leader, good lieutenant. Yeah, so all looks like a pretty good setup to me. Uh, to be on top from Storm the Rampant, who is talented and did go away and have the kill. Uh, now back to town. Is there much else to talk about here? No, I don't think there is a lot to talk about here. I'm going the same as you. I think La Perrine, um is the clear on top. Of money's come for it, and I expect it to run um, well in this company. The second is a benchmark 68 over the mile. Uh, we've lost, well, we're down to four runners now. What's left here? Heads, you lose. Uh, who wins? Yeah, can't go past heads, you lose from the McDonald Wallet combination. Um, won the Super Maiden first up. Uh, you'd expect it to improve a little bit on that. Um, over the 1500, gets out to 1600 here and uh, looks to have the class edge on these. Probably, um, again, others, I think this might start $1.75, not $2. The only possible danger is if they let Nash just absolutely walk for a mile, for a thousand metres up front, but I think it's the best horse now in, in a win. The third is a 2500 metre benchmark 72, and I've had to come back to Father's Day. Uh, because I couldn't come back to much else. Uh, Ren well, obviously bolted in when it had the big break here. Two back, went to town and, and beat all but Spaycast, who's a nice horse. Comes back here, leads, and where are you going to find a chaser from? Uh, the danger, if there is one I came up with, was Lady Redwood, who goes from Olivia Chambers having a day out there for Pony Club and now gets Gate 2 and Adam Hieronymus, I think will be a big improver. But, uh, yeah, Father's Day... It's pretty obvious to me, and he's really betting that it stays up. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I mean, that's an awful race. I wasn't keen on anything. I wouldn't be taking $2.30. I think that's a bit too skinny. I've gone for first light just because of the McDonald Wallet combination. Wallet just, he just does pop up in these 2,400 meter um, shootout races. Um, one of the horses, horses are fit enough. There's only two lengths behind Rise to it, who's flying, and Peshmerga, who's going well as in the last couple, so not far off them. Um, doesn't win often, but this might be the setup that allows it to win. So I just went for the the, the one that's a little bit of better odds. Mm -hmm. uh, race four, 1400 meter maiden. Who do you like? Uh, didn't really like this race much at all again. Um, it was pretty tricky. Some of these, uh, the form lines here is quite hard to line up. I've gone for number six, Joey Dior from the Baker stable. Um, ultra consistent of, of late. Um, again, ran well in a super maiden. 
um, at Gosford um, and he just beaten. Uh, lightly raised, uh, can run well in this. I've I've just decided I've followed, going to follow Ricola, who followed until Vohalla a couple of weeks back. Pushes forward, will run well enough. Uh, Duke of Lancaster, I think, can be a big improver. Slow out there in a reasonable maiden. If it jumps on terms, 1,400 metres looks like it'll suit for J-Mac and Waller. Uh, who I might want be keener to see him have his Hong Kong trip sooner rather than later, J-Mac, and have a freshen up from some of these races. But the fifth is a 1,200-metre 64, and Afterlight's going to lead. Is that the way you're thinking? Yeah, I am going to stick with Afterlife here. I think um, now should be at its peak. Um, again, gets back from into to easier grade here. Um, probably takes up the running. Is carrying the you know the, the big weight, but um, goes back to Warwick Farm, which it's ran well. One, it's um, walked in here three starts back, um, and then wasn't all that bad behind Fire Lane here. A uh, few starts back, gets gets to control of the pace here. Was off the pace last start, which didn't suit as much. So, again, in a pretty um, average race, probably have to stick with it. Yeah, apparently the rider said didn't like the Norton bit at, on the Saturday failure there, but they haven't made a gear change, so I assume if Chris Waller will get it right and they've done some work with it. If it leads, probably wins. If I was looking for dangers, it's the two fresh horses here, Lady Carr and Schriffen. Uh, both lightly raced, uh, run well enough out wide, and both have trialled quite well. So might be blowout chances, but we'll see how the day's panning out. I might, the sole bet might just be afterlight here, the more I think about this. Uh, the six is 1,100-metre benchmark 64, and I've come up with the Metropolitan form here in One Destiny. I think it's going pretty well. It's resumed and sat outside lead to Gustus Sissimo and just got burnt off there, which is fair enough. That horse is better than... Midweek grade. Uh, went and had the kill at Wyong. Now comes back here and gets control of this race. Around a six bucks, I thought, was a reasonable play. The two lightly race horses obviously are scary. Uh, accredited probably trolled slightly better than the two and is, is the main danger. But I guess both of those are more than capable midweek chances here. How have you seen, seen this one? Yeah, it's a pretty interesting race here, this one. Um, I, I went the same way. I just went for one destiny off the back of that win and being third up here uh, via the fresh form. Um, got the right draw as well. So I, I've kind of stuck with it as well. But I think the main danger, I think, is Mary McBoy. Um, quite hard to, to line. Um, been gelded and had some good form um, in Melbourne and at Morphinville before coming here. So... Just trying to make a sense of what its trial form was like, but I'd be, um, I'll certainly probably be backing one and saving on the other. I'll just watch the market a bit. Cool. Uh, let's wrap up with a 1400 meter 64. And I'm sticking with Gay first up here, head of the herd. Its trial was, was good enough against the stable mates and the maiden it did win. I think five, four or five winners have come out of that maiden and one uh, comes back to town and I've got on top and going to say that the main danger is the one that's going to sit outside at a price. No more lies. I think they can control this race and run well here. Uh, I was very keen on Power of the Brave Melbourne Cup Day. It should have won that race. I just have a map concern, which is why I'm against it in this one. 
the other horse I actually went looking for, but I assume this is a warm-up, was Utopian Wine, who has had the spell up in Queensland, but the, the trial wasn't fantastic. Uh, what do you think? Yep. I've stuck with head of the herd as well. Um, trod well before only giving the only having the, the one start um, and sent out for a break, so something didn't go right there. It was on a slow track. Uh, resumed here, was very short in the market, and uh, I seemed to win with something in hand. It, um, I think it'll have derived plenty from that. Gets the right setup here, as you said, um, and gets five kilos. Um, off the off the favourites, so I think it's a good play. Beautiful for progetracing.com.au. Check them out for everything going on there over the summer. I'm going to make my best. I'm going to make the most bomb-proof favourite uh, race three number four Father's Day because I think there's just some question marks over most of them in the card actually. And my value race six number three Flying Destiny. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to make my best race one number one La Parang. Uh, I think it'll be winning. And I'm going to get the same value as yourself, race six, number three, one, Destiny. I think it can run well. Anything up at Doombin? Of course. Cool. Um, there's a couple up at Brute in Doombin. Race two, number seven, Bazique. Uh, short, but will win. So you can have that, double it up into race three, number one, Love will come later. I think you'll be getting the money there. And then if you look for a bit more value later in the day, um, race six, number nine, Fleur du Monde. Awesome. Uh, race five, where is it? Race four, number 10, Lightzell is uh, a former black booker of, well, current black booker of mine. So we'll see how it goes today as well. Uh, that's it for the show. We'll be back Friday afternoon to look at Cranbourne and Kembla. And there'll be an article up tomorrow from the Beaver and I'll get stuck into Friday night, Canterbury and the Valley again. So check all that out at Pro Group Racing and we'll chat soon, guys. Good punting. <laughs>